Hello there, mortals of Universe 7. I'm Mysterious Jackson. And what I'm going to talk about today, the new Michael Jackson album update. And first things first, the logo has been changed. And what it is, is like the 40 logo, but behind the metal wall with the iconic filler cover into it. And I kind of knew that was going to happen because a lot of people weren't happy about the original um, outlook of it. And not only that, the estate was having fan votes on what they wanted the album cover to be. And I like the new logo. It looked like he's in the door about to um ascend and emerge. And what they're going to do to get people and fans excited about the album, they're going to release songs from the album from disc two. Because everybody knows what's going to be on the first album. And it's not just going to be outtakes and demos. Some of it is. But there's also going to be Release stuff from the special edition and unreleased material as promised. And one of the songs that definitely might have a chance of being on there because it makes sense is Starlight Sun and Starlight the remix and then Trouble has a big chance of making it on there, and let me tell you why. Because people that alter songs on the internet is because when songs get altered, they don't want to get copywritten. And not only that, they did this last year with... um. With the uh, bad release, because there is an um, unreleased Japan version of Bad 25 that was released last year in Japan. And when songs from that album was released, the pitch was altered. And when you try to look for um, the original versions to songs with the original pitch, you tend not to find them. Due to because songs will be getting a release or they've been removed. It's usually both to the latter. And songs I think could make a strong appearance on there. Trouble. Carousel. Someone in the Dark closing and opening version. And stuff from the late great Vincent Price, such as 
the thriller rap with the second verse. And there are plenty of other songs that could appear on the album, like the um Behind the Mask thriller version. That could be making an appearance on there because I tried to look for it, the original, and they altered it. And they slowed down the pitch. And that's another clue why the song could be on there. I'm not saying that that it's definite, but it's a big chance. And even if it isn't, and they got some songs that we haven't heard that haven't been leaked and put onto the internet, it's still a fun time. And it doesn't mean everything that's going to be released on this album is going to be all remixes. Like, and the remixes that they're planning to play are, aren't bad. Because I've had them. And they're really good. And another thing they could do is make it a, a, a bonus disc after disc two. Like how they did with um, Bad 25 and the Japan version of Thriller 25. Because there is three bonus discs for uh, Thriller 25. And it's had um, bonus songs on it. Like the full version to um, Carousel, Got the Hots, the Billie Jean Long version. Which, by the way, that needs to end up on... The American version of the album. And along with Carousel. And. When this album does come out. I will do a full. Album review assessment of it. And how I will rank it. And. I'm going to do a ranking. And an album review to the Michael album. And talk about. The facts behind it, why the songs were removed, because um, I did talk about it, but I felt that I didn't really go into depth about it, so I'm just doing that as a revisit. Um, and before you guys getting all mad about this album, give it a chance. I mean, take a look. You guys thought Escape was going to be bad, but you guys listened to it, and now you consider that the top 10 album. And the estate is really trying this time. Yes, the um, merchandise could be way better than what is presented, but I think they're saving that till the next milestone for thriller or another project that they have coming out because this isn't going to be it for thriller the reason why I say that is because this is going to encourage them somewhere along the line in time to make thriller 50 and when that comes there's going to be a lot more songs that 
you're going to be like, they wish you put on Thriller 40, but the more songs they don't put on the album, the better the next release will be when they have another anniversary album. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie, though. I might cry when I hear some of it because some of the songs that I've heard that has a possible big chance of making it on this album really brought back some good memories for me because Thriller actually is my first album. And I remember when I was when I first bought it, too. I was at Sandy's Goods. Because there was a Sandy's Goods on Delaware Avenue. And there was a Sandy's Goods right next to the gas station when um I lived downtown. And there was a Sandy's Goods on Central Ave. I went to the one on um Delaware, though, because they had a lot of exclusives. And when... I bought Thriller, it had a lot of exclusives, it had like, Trouble, um, Nightline, Carousel, the full version, and Love Never Felt So Good with the, um, bubblegum elements to it, and with the, um, bass lines in the background, and... It also had There Must Be More to Life Than This, featuring Freddie Mercury, State of Shock, Say Say Say, with Michael on lead and Paul McCartney as the feature. And then it had The Man and The Girl Is Mine, because those are the three songs that he worked on with Paul McCartney. And um, The Man... Um, actually ended up on uh, Paul McCartney's album, but there is uh, a Thriller version that was never released, and when I had Thriller originally, the man was on it, and I love The Girl Is Mine, but after you hear the man, you're going to be like, I love The Man Over The Girl Is Mine. And looking back on it, I still feel that way, but The Girl Is Mine is a cult classic. And I love the Thriller album. Is it my favorite album? Yes, it's one of them. Because, like, I have a lot of favorite albums by him. And how do I see that they could salvage the Michael album? Well, they're doing the right thing by removing the um the songs. I mean there are some songs with the same name that he actually did sing. But the songs that ended up on the um Michael album just didn't hit the same way. Cause what they did was took the original beat from when Michael did it in the nineties and then took samples from previously released and unreleased songs and then had um Jason sing the lead and I feel bad because 
50 Cent was on their song. And I wonder if they're going to still pay him, or did he still get paid, or if when they re-released the real version, will they call 50 in to do the verse, and if he's going to write a whole new verse, because you can't use the verse that was used in that, uh, the Casio Michael song, because that isn't a Michael song, it was made as a tribute, and had they said that from the beginning, and it would have been okay, I mean, it probably would have still got some heat, but not as much as it did when it first came out, and, um, if you want me to talk about Jason, I really have nothing to say about that guy, at least not in this episode right away. I mean, because I will talk about him, too. But it won't be in this episode. But how do I feel about this album coming out? I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's about damn time. It's been 13 years since Michael left this earth. And there's not really anything being celebrated. Until now, I mean, they shouldn't have waited until he left the earth, of course. And they shouldn't have waited until he left the earth to really know the truth that he was innocent. And speaking of his innocence, his maid got sued again and she lost her lawsuit because... She broke the contract. And the reason why I say that is because look at the pattern, guys. Every time that there's an album coming out or a DVD of some sort of celebration to honor him, there's always got to be that one interview or that one person makes a statement saying that, oh, Michael Jackson ruined my life or Michael Jackson did something to me. He took away my innocence. No, you're just saying that because every time that there's an album or a documentary or a DVD to honor him coming out, that's when the bullshit comes out. And... Ever since that lady made her statement, nobody has taken her seriously because you know why? Just like Wade and J.C. Truck, they retract what they say. Because once they find out it doesn't work, oh, they gotta go into their ace in the hole. And then when their ace in the hole doesn't work, they're just gonna keep talking to deaf ears to see if somebody will listen and believe it. And when you have actual victims out there that go through shit like that. It makes it hard because people won't take the actual victims that go through it seriously because they're like, oh, how do you know you're not making this up because of the Me Too movement and because you're trying to get money. 
that's not actually accurate because there's actual people that went through that. And I went through that myself with Donnie. He's dead now, but when I hear stories about somebody getting abused and mistreated, I can relate to that because, like I said, I've had experience with that and I didn't enjoy it. And it's thanks to that, I'm scared of bisexuals, I'm scared of lesbians, and I'm scared of, you know, the transgender people. I mean, it's a couple of people that are bi and um, lesbian that I'm friends with, but I'm friends with, but it's not too many because of what I've been through I keep my guard up and for those of you who are not listen to this the conversation isn't about you guys and girls it's just certain individuals growing up I was bullied and traumatized by bisexuals and lesbians. And the LGBT community wasn't a community back then. Not until 2007 and 2008. Because back then, it was a mafia. And I know because I knew a lot of people that was in it. Sharon Evans Kate, who was the sister to Jen Evans. Ruben, Myra, and Vera and Eliza and others. They were all part of the lesbian mafia. And they tortured me. They did things to me that really scarred me for life. And that's why I am the way I am. But that said, to anybody that has gone through that, don't be afraid to let someone know about it. I tried to let somebody know about it. None of them believed me, but it's okay. I know what happened to me. I know my story. And I know the truth. So when I hear stories about somebody getting abused, and they're telling the truth about it, it hits me in a way that nobody can understand. And... I can also tell when somebody's lying. I don't wear rose-colored glasses when it comes to Michael Jackson. Everybody makes mistakes. 
he definitely did. But the one mistake he never did was molest anybody. He didn't molest any children, and he didn't hurt any women. He wasn't a narcissist. And he didn't act like people was his slaves, like the maid and everybody else says. They only saying that because their career flopped after he died. And so now that he's dead, people want to come up with the bullshit and try to stop any oven sales that are going to accumulate and generate from Thriller 40. And it's not going to work because every time that there's an album coming out, they want to make up some bullshit about him or his kids. Leave his daughter and sons out of this. Like, just because you didn't get what you wanted and your career didn't skyrocket from him, don't take it out on his legacy, him or his family. That shit is annoying. Stop it. And anybody, excuse me, that lies on his name or his family's name, they will lose every time. I mean, because anybody that lies on his name, they don't get money from it like they think they're going to. All they're going to get is in debt and having to pay a lot of money. Because ever since that lawyer and maid came out with the uh, defaming derogatory statements about him, they had to pay ten hundred million to try to make peace with the lies that they told. But their life is ruined because they broke the contract because the contract says if you were to talk about anything Michael Jackson related, you cannot spread lies on his name and then retract it because it's going to make you look not credible. No one will believe your story. I mean, take a look at um, James and Wade. They lied and took back everything they said, and, and their lawsuit was thrown out. They lost their case, and the maid lost her case, and it's all in pattern. Every time that there's an album coming out, there's going to be some bullshit story about what he did. And the entire time, he was innocent. Hell, before the documentary that you see on the internet actually came out, 
and the real one, she was praising him. And she, when she knew that he won, she was like, I knew he would win because Michael is not the type of person to do that. But because you need money, you want to lie on his name. And as long as I'm alive and I exist, I'm going to spread the truth and expose anybody that tarnishes his name on this particular birthday. Because, quite frankly, I've had enough. Fucking bothers me. Like, if you want to slander somebody, why don't you slander R. Kelly? Why don't you slander Bill Cosby? Why don't you slander Howard Weinstein? Why don't you uh, slander the person that killed Emmett Till? Why don't you kill slander George Zimmerman? Like, kill that energy and save it for them. Don't slander the innocent. Slander the evil ones. The wrongdoers. The predators. Don't slander the innocent. Because slandering the innocent is not cool, it's not right, and it is not smart. It's stupid. And that sort of insolence will not be tolerated. Because there are actual people that are going through it. And when you make up a lie like the innocent has done something heinous and volatorious, it makes it hard for the ones that are actually going through it to come out and tell what's going on. And it allows their predators to get away with it. And yeah, I could... Hate me all you want. I know the truth. And I will defend his legacy. And his honor. And his family. Because I'm still here. To. Defend his legacy and honor. I am not. Going to allow anybody. To talk shit about him. His family. Or take a jab at me. Because I'm doing the right thing. Well. I'm Mysterious Jackson. Please give the album. A listen when it comes out. And please give the song. A listen when it comes out. Whichever song. That will be appearing. September 5th. Please, and listen to the album with love, because that's all he wanted, was love. 
and I appreciate you guys supporting me and taking the time to listen and listen to, you know, my mini tangent, but it needed to be said, and I look forward to doing the next episode for you guys and dropping some more outtakes from my album. Until we meet again, I'm Mysterious Jackson, and I love you guys. Bye-bye.